0: everyone you're listening to save me an Isle seat the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way i am katie and i'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts amber and kylie hi hello also joining us is our musical newbie matt yeah, Hello. and on this week's episode we are going over the surprisingly short once on this island yes yes nice
1: so, Once on this Island is a one-act stage musical with book and lyrics by Lynn Ahrens, who you may know from Schoolhouse Rock, for anyone who watched that growing up. Heck yeah. And music by Stephen Flaherty. So, it's based on the 1985 novel My Love, My Love, or The Peasant Girl by Rosa Guy. It is set in the Caribbean and concerns a peasant girl on a tropical island trying to bring people of different social classes together.
2: Hmm. All right.
1: So it originally staged off-Broadway at Playwrights Horizons from May 6th, 1990 to May 27th, 1990. It opened on Broadway at the Booth Theater on October 18th, 1990 and closed on December 1st, 1991. This production featured La Jerry Dixon, Andrea Frierson, Sheila Gibbs, Kessia Lewis, Gary McIntyre, Milton Craig Neely, Eric Riley, Ellis E. Williams, and Afe McClendon. The show went on to have a U.S. national tour from March 1992 to January 1993.
0: All of this before I was born. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah, all all of us, actually. All of
1: us. (laughs) Nice.
0: In 2002, the Broadway cast came together with special guest Lilius White to perform the show for Broadway Cares slash Equity Fights AIDS and the Cantor Fitzgerald Relief Fund. The show moved to Europe in 1994, hosted by the Birmingham Rep show was revived in the UK in 2009. The first Broadway revival began in November 2017 and featured a stage covered in sand and had live animals on stage. <laughs> no. okay. Splashstone. Nice.
2: Wild.
0: <laughs> Super splashstone. We haven't one of those in a minute. Uh, this cast featured Haley Kilgore, Isaac Powell, Alex Newell, Leah Salonga, and more. It closed in January 2019. This is the soundtrack we are working from today. Also, most of the story is told through the music. And of course, we will be linking it in the show notes below. So the Broadway revival went on a North American tour starting in October 2019, but ended early because, wow, COVID. (laughs) Oh, what a guest. I know,
1: right? (laughs) What a surprise. And in addition to having a funky uh, stage set up, forgot to add in that it was originally produced in the round. Oh, So the stage was like in the center of the room and the audience sits all around it. Oh, interesting. Which is, it? which is cool, right? Because you get to see like every, every inch of the, I don't know, it's just weird.
0: Yes. But then they did
1: <laughs> have to translate it to a traditional stage as it got bigger and obviously like was revived on Broadway. But I just think it'd be really cool to see it in the round like that because shows like that are really interesting. Oh yeah, definitely. Just wanted to mention that. So overall, the show has won a Theater World Award, a Laurence Olivier Award, and a Drama Desk Award. The Broadway revival, in particular, has been critically acclaimed and praised for, quote, creating an aesthetic experience unlike anything seen on Broadway. Wow! Pretty cool, pretty cool. And then the revival won a Tony Award for Best Revival of a Musical. Hmm. On July 30th, 2020, Disney announced that they bought the rights to the show and are going to adapt it into a feature film for Disney Plus. Oh. oh, cool! So I look forward to seeing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a, a watch a watch night when that one comes out. Interesting. I'm down. hmm Heck yeah. Okay, so are we ready to hop into our singular act?
2: <laughs> yeah. If you yes. got any
0: puns? Get them out now. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't have any puns yet because I don't know anything about the show. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I just I like how in the script it just says act,
0: <laughs> just act, yeah. You well, act. Let's hop onto this island and do they act? I don't know. Sure. Let's get sand in our shorts. Neck one. <laughs> let's. I not don't want to do that. shorts. I would like to decline uh, <laughs> respectfully. You're the beach baby, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we start with a storm. Thunder booms, and a small girl cries out in fear. To comfort her, fellow villagers tell her the story of Ti-Moon, a peasant girl who falls in love with a city boy. It's a story of life, pain, love, grief, faith, and hope. So in the story, we learn about the four gods. Asaka, mother of the earth, Agwe, god of water, Erzuli, goddess of love, and Papage, demon of death. So these four rule the island, known as the Jewel of the Antilles. The poor peasants worship them in the song Prologue slash We Dance. Hmm. So the peasants that are described as, quote, black as night, live on one side of the island, and the lighter-skinned people, the Grand homme live on the other. All right. One night, Agwe unleashes a storm
0: on the island, which becomes a flood and wipes out many villages. But the gods save the life of an orphaned named Timun by placing her up in a tree. She is later found and adopted by Mama Urali and Tauntaun Julian in the song One Small Girl. Years later, Timun prays to the gods wanting to know her purpose. She wants to be like the fast-driving strangers on the roads near her village, the Grand Omes, in the song Waiting for Life. The gods laugh at her. However, Urzuli suggests that they give her love because it is stronger than anything else. Papa Gay proposes a bet to determine which is stronger, love or death. Agwe arranges for a car to crash during a storm. In the song, And the Gods Heard Her Prayer Slash Rain. T-Moon
1: meets Daniel Bozum, one of the Grand omes, and plans to help him heal. The other peasants object, but T-Moon helps Daniel recover in the song Discovering Daniel Slash Pray. Along the way, she falls in love with him and imagines that he loves her too, even though he's unconscious. Oops. When Papa Gay comes to take Daniel's life, T-Moon offers hers in exchange in the song Forever Yours. Wow, that was fast hmm Listen, when you know, you know.
2: <laughs> Yowza.
1: Papage will return sooner or later as her life is now belongs to him. Tonton Julian travels to the other side of the island to find Daniel's family at the Hotel Boson. He returns, bringing the family with him to take the boy back. He also learns the story. So four generations ago, a French aristocrat named Armand colonized the island. He had affairs with several natives, one of which bore him a son named Bozhomme. Later on, a war broke out between the peasants and the French. Bozom helped the peasants win, and they banished Armand back to France. However, upon leaving, Armand cursed Bozome and his descendants, saying that their black blood will keep them forever on the island while their hearts yearn forever for France. Rude. To this day, the curse keeps the Bozomes angry at the peasants for reminding them of their homeland. In the song, The Sad Tale of the Bozomes.
0: My yeah. goodness. Timun is separated from Daniel reluctantly, but she tells her parents she will go after him and marry him. They don't want to let her go, but they do give her their blessing. In the song Timun. Asaka tells Timun not to fear. The earth will give her everything she needs on her journey. In the song Mama will provide. Timun travels. Song Waiting for Life reprise, which is not on the soundtrack. The villagers sing of her difficult journey to the city, to the hotel, and to Daniel's room. The song Some Say. Daniel, still ill and unable to walk, does not remember her. Oops. Oops. Oopsies. But he believes her after she describes the scar on his chest. They stay together, and Urzuli gives them the gift of love. Song,
1: Human Heart. Daniel ignores the townspeople gossiping over the unlikely relationship between a rich bosom and a poor peasant in the song, Gossip. Daniel loves that Timun is different from the rich girls in his life, noting that some girls you marry, some you love, in the song, Some Girls. Yeah. Oh, Seems sweet of him. Sure. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at the hotel, there is a ball, because there's always a ball, in the song, The Ball. well, Oh. <laughs> uh, Andrea Devereaux, one of Daniel's family friends, gets T-Moon to dance, attempting to embarrass her. T-Moon, however, wows everyone and inspires both the Grand Homme and the servants to join her, in the song, T-Moon's Dance, which is Aha. mostly instrumental. Yeah. Got him.
2: <laughs> Suck it, nerds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Afterwards, however, T-Moon learns that Daniel is already engaged to be married to Andrea, the song "When We Are Wed," big oops, big oops, always a downer. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel must go through with the arranged marriage, but he says that he and Ti Moon can stay as lovers. This crushes Ti Moon. Uh, obviously, don't don't be the side <laughs> chick. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my goodness. Papa Gay appears, reminding Ti Moon of her promise to exchange her life for his. The bargain will end though if she kills Daniel instead. Well, okay. In the song "Promises Forever Yours" reprise. Well, <laughs> that's one way to do it. It is, mm, yep. Timoon enters Daniel's room with a knife, but determines that she loves him too much to kill him. This proves that love is stronger than death. Sure. <laughs> However, Daniel finds her with a knife, and she is thrown out of the hotel grounds. Oh, I, I swear I wasn't actually going to stab you. I was just testing it. <laughs> I'm not crazy, I swear.
1: I just thought about <laughs> it a little bit. <laughs> just a little, little stab. You're fine. Stab stabby. so timoon waits outside of the hotel for two weeks trying to meet up with daniel at the gate as daniel and andrea are married they follow an old tradition of throwing coins to the peasants outside the gates timoon calls to daniel who places a silver coin in her hand kisses her cheek and leaves whoa All right, an asshole (laughs) i don't know right (laughs) what the heck villagers tell of how the gods were moved to tears by timoon's selflessness and love they bestow a final kindness on her Rizuli takes her by the hand and leads her into the ocean. Agwe helps her drown peacefully. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Let me help you out here. Just just go under
0: the water. <laughs> You're good. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: my God.
1: Um, you picked a cheerful. It's mm. fine, guys. Papage receives her gently and brings her back to shore, where Rasaka makes her into a tree in the song A Part of Us. So that tree becomes a celebration of life and love that cracks open the gates of the hotel so that they can never shut again, which allows the two social statuses to come back together. The little peasant girl that we saw at the beginning of the show and someone who is assumedly Daniel's son play in the branches together. So it brings them together. Over the years, the story of T-Moon is passed down through generations as proof of the power of stories to bring people together. The little peasant girl begins to retell the story herself in the song Why We Tell the Story. And that's the it. end. Oh my god. That's not the message <laughs> I got from
2: this. <laughs> no. The message I got were the gods are assholes.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I got from that. That <laughs> about
2: sums it up. Wow. This whole story started with Hey, you know it would be funny.
0: Right. Like like, oh look at this look at this human we saved. Let's just mess up her whole life. for <laughs> <We're> frenzies.
2: <laughs> Absolutely wild.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm curious how Disney is going to make this all nice and happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ocean drowning? Hmm. Mmm. Yes. Chocolate ocean? Willy Wonka-fy it? They they did it for Ariel. I mean, so They'll probably do a Forty Moon. She'll probably be fine. Ariel didn't die, though. She did in the original. Mm-hmm. Did she? Yeah, in, in the original story, Ariel uh, turned into sea foam. Oh, well, that not that like Brothers Grimm or something similar? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I said the original. Disney made it nice, and Ariel got a happy ending. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so the original in this one is awful, so I'm curious at how Disney's going to change it to make it good for children. Mm-hmm. Because I don't necessarily think this is great for children. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's not bad, per se. Yeah, it's an interesting but it one, for be sure. Better. I do recommend giving it a listen, though, because it is, like, really beautiful to listen to. I'll give it that.
0: I'm sure, yeah. Interesting. All right. So we didn't have an intermission, obviously, because it's one act. That would have been weird of us. But we are going to give you some extra facts. And by we, I mean Kylie.
2: Me. Ooh. Ooh. Factoids.
0: Fact, facts, facts, facts. Where's my fact song? I just did it. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) It's equivalent to like the Bill Nye. Bill, Bill, Bill. (laughs)
1: Facts, facts, facts. (laughs) For the revival, Michael's
0: Starobin built on the idea of junk instruments, such as plastic tubing or recycled glass bottles, which are played on stage by the actors to accompany the regular instrumentals. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And here's another fact for you. My love, my love, the book that the musical is based on is actually a retelling of The Little Mermaid. Hey! It did
2: get, like, that those kind of vibes for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. There are a number of other loose Little Mermaid adaptions, including Skin of the Sea, a young adult novel, Ponyo, a Miyazaki film, and even an episode of Pokemon in Go League. Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> Pokemans. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty classic, quote unquote, classic tale. I mean, like falling in love with someone you can't have and mm-hmm. risking everything to be with them, even though it doesn't work out. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Not as many iterations as Cinderella, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. We're still getting new ad- adaptations.
0: Always. And we always will. Yep. For Sure. But final says, what do we feel about this little one act?
2: Uh, Um. Gods played a a sick prank and uh, forgot (laughs) to say uh, just a prank, bro. At the end,
0: they uh, they pranked too hard and had to kill her. So
2: (laughs) it's like ah, the person he liked married the person he didn't want
0: him to marry. Guess you got to die, right? What was their reasoning there? Like funzies and giggles. I guess they're like, man, life sucks without love. Am I right? Better kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> that is the worst message.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess she still, you know, was promised to like die for him. So I guess a peaceful way out is okay. Mm-hmm. But just the, even the the fact that like the situation was happening happening to begin with is yeah messed like, up.
0: <laughs> it it definitely wasn't her fault the situation that she ended up in because they they pushed her into that situation mm-hmm. and and then like refused to get her out of it at the same time? Like throw her a bone. Don't make her into a tree. That's like a really cheating way. Yeah. To make it better. <laughs> well they couldn't make her see foam. That's kind of copyright issue, I suppose. Yeah, that's a that's a little infringement there, but turned her into a tree that split aside social prejudices. Because
1: Yeah, see, so there's yeah. some kind of message on, you know, her sacrifice helped the greater good. That kind of thing.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: I'm trying okay. to put a positive spin on it, okay?
0: Good luck. <laughs> You're stretching it. We can tear apart everything. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I'd be curious enough to, to see it, and I will listen to this one. And yeah, definitely for sure when Disney does the 180 here on this story, I'm very curious. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> but... Uh, Yeah, interesting enough for a one-act. Obviously, it was decently well-received at its time, so Mm -hmm. sure. But I believe that um, is going to be it for us. It's a short episode. Our bad, but it is just a one-act musical. Mm -hmm. Not our bad. Not our bad. We did not write it.
2: Nope. We just listened to it.
0: Just listened to it, yes. And commented harshly.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. This ensures that you get our episodes
0: as soon as
2: they're posted. And it would just be really nice if you did. Uh, We won't make you go into a life debt to somebody else. Or maybe we will.
0: Or maybe we might. (laughs) Maybe if you happen to see that tree, it has an apple on it. And if you happen to (laughs) be on Apple, please leave us a five-star review. It helps boost us up in the numbers. And now you can also leave us reviews on Spotify. <laughs> I just, I just pictured Kylie picking an apple off of a tree and then carving in a review on it. <laughs> in the apple? In the apple? Yeah, the actual apple. And then just like yeet it through our window. Like we'll still get it, I guess. Just through
1: a window. Oh, <laughs> <That's> a different <laughs> show. Wrong
0: musical. <laughs> that was a while ago. But if you want to save yourself an effort instead of, uh, you know, destroying a bunch of actual apples, the best way to help us out is through word of mouth. So please tell your friends, your family, your co-workers, any gods that you happen to be in touch with mm-hmm. um, so we can stay on their good side so they don't help us drown. Yeah. That'd or be great. Or not listen to apples. <laughs> maybe don't tell them. Maybe, yeah, maybe actually keep us out of it. We would rather
1: not drown. Or be turned into trees. Or that, yeah. We've got a... Super cool social media presence. At least we're trying to. So you should check us out all over the interwebs. You can find us on Facebook at SaveMeAndAlseat. You can find us on Twitter at SaveAndAlseat. You can find us on Instagram at SaveMeAndAlseat. You can find us on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Or you can reach out to us a little more privately and email us at SaveMeAndAlseat at gmail dot com. All
0: over the place.
1: Da-na-na. Da-na-na.
0: Ba-ba-ba. <laughs> no. <laughs> hmm. Also, we are getting closer and closer to our hundredth episode. Woo! Woo! We're uh, less than twenty away, and we're almost at two years. Yeah, our anniversary is actually coming up. I believe on the sixth, if I remember correctly. So Holy next crap. next week, yeah, we're already wow. there. Um, but we would love to do a um, listener recommended episode for roughly around our our time of our one hundred episodes. So if you have musicals that you would like us to cover that we have not covered yet please feel free to reach out to us. Our email is probably the best way to do that. And that's save at gmail.com, like Amber mentioned. Or you can hit us up on any of our socials.
1: We're also happy to cover anything musical adjacent. Yes. So, you know, like musical TV shows or any other random things out there, suggest it. We'll try anything.
0: Yes. For our listener episodes, we are willing to branch out and do like musical movies and, you know, little things like that. So feel free to recommend us all of the good stuff and we will give it a go. Yes. But if you want more of us and the other shows that we are a part of, you can go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. It is the best place to kind of keep track of what we all got going on. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that will wrap us up for this one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Save Me and I'll See. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.